my gosh. We got schmancy audio equipment. Yeah. We if you can hear us, welcome back to another episode welcome. of the Fancy Pants Podcast. <laughs> We've just rebranded, just in case you didn't know. We are now Fancy Pants Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Not stealing that from Heather Dubrow or anything. No. But we got we got um we've got some really legit audio equipment We're on loan out new stuff on loan to bring you guys the best quality possible. Yeah. I mean, our content is always quality. Oh, but, now, <laughs> but now we're bringing some quality audio. It's happening. It's Double amazing. whammy. Yeah, it is. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Since our recent episode with Zaya Active founder and CEO, Aaron Bradley, I have gotten so many questions about people who are wanting to join my team as a Zaya Active rep. If you are curious about Zaya, have questions about their quality, have never tried any of their products before, so you're a total Zaya newbie, then I suggest hosting a party. If you want to host an online party, feel free to send me an email at zaya.emadon at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram. You can also follow my Zaya Active Instagram along with my entire fitness journey at zaya.emadon. Hosting an online party is super fun and it's super easy. All you have to do is invite your friends and I do the rest. And it also gives you the chance to win prizes, play games, get fitness inspiration, and do fitness challenges. But you can also earn host rewards. And these rewards can be used towards half or even free activewear. So the more friends you invite, the higher the sales of the party, the more rewards you earn. So if you're interested in trying Zaya for yourself, then just shoot me a message or a DM on Instagram and we can go ahead and get you booked. Saya Active is also available in Puerto Rico, the US, of course, and Canada. So no matter where you are, we can book you for a party and you can join as a rep. So let's kick it off actually with our wine review. Sure. Okay. So a very terrifyingly creepy bottle. It's a really kind of crazy label, which I feel like I should have learned our lesson from the last bottle we bought based on the label, mm. which was absolutely terrible. Red truck. Red truck is terrible. Um, <clears throat> but I saw this and it's a white and I know you love whites. I do. It also has a screw top on it, which I also love. It can be legit. And I don't um, quite know where my wine opener is right now. Well, so. luckily for you. Uh, oh, snap. I was going to say, luckily for you, I carry one in my purse, but I didn't bring my purse. I should start doing that. Oh, hell yeah. How often are you in a wine emergency? Often enough that I've discovered I need to carry one in my purse. Okay. I'm jumping on that bandwagon. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't want to no. suffer through the day that there no. is a wine emergency. That you cannot get into a bottle of wine. Oh, that would be terrible. Sad days. Um, so it's from Washington State. It's a 2017 Riesling. Have you sipped yours yet? I haven't. Oh. Um, it is, oh, sorry guys. It is Kung Fu Girl and it's actually a really cute label. I really I think, like it. I think it's terrifying. She's afraid of it. I think it's very interesting. So the vineyard is actually Charles Smith Wines. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, so that's our wine review today. We'll get, um, pictures up as per usual on our social media so you can see the label and we'll drop links in as per usual always. Um, so, all right. So, you've had a sip already. Oh, I have. Yeah, tastes like a Riesling. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's not bad. It's not overly it was, sweet. It was a little um, tart at the end. Like, there's a it, tarty it a aftertaste. a bit of a tart Kind finish. of like a sour. Very citrusy. Very citrusy. Very, yes. very but citrusy. Really good. Smooth. I don't feel like... The second sip was better. Yes? Okay. I'm giving it a second, second go. I love how professional we are in our wine reviews. <laughs> you know, I really hope that there are some real deal connoisseurs of the wines listening to us today. I hope that Mormon wine snobs are listening to us. They have agreed to be on the podcast. They have. They are so nomadic. It's 
I know pinning them down. I, yeah, pinning them down has been a little bit of a challenge, but oh, I'm, sounds like April. Yeah, and some kind of fun stuff coming in April that it sounds like we'll get to be a part of that they're going to be doing here in Salt Lake City um, as nomos, as they called us. Nomos. We are nomos. For all y'all listening, that means non-Mormon um, here in, in Mo land. Mo land. <laughs> Moville. Moville. Kind of like Whoville, but not so Christmassy. Right. <laughs> less less of the Christmas. Less of all of it. More of the cray. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they celebrate, what they don't. They celebrate they, all the things. They do get presents, though. So Yeah, they celebrate all the things. Good for them. That's awesome. Who doesn't like a nice present? Mm. I love a good present. You know what I really loved? Your uh, your software leader giving us the <laughs> present of knowledge. He, uh, he hooked us up. He gave us a crash course in this equipment. He has loaned us this fantastically amazing badass equipment yeah and let us know on our instagram send us a dm if you like the new audio sound yeah um or just let us know what you think of it yeah or if you have any tips on what the hell we're supposed to be doing with all this schmancy equipment because we're still noobs we're still noobs here guys except we have the blake shelton doppelganger (laughs) on speed dial so we know where to find them i do yes Yes, we do. Because, uh, yes. <laughs> um, so, love you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> little shout out. <laughs> little shout out from the M's. Yeah. Well, yeah. today we, okay, so Tara, since our very first episode we've ever recorded together, has been bugging and begging to do this episode. And yes. I'm just going to let you take it away from there. Oh, my God, you guys. I cannot wait to talk to you guys about what we're going to talk about. Big dicks. <laughs> we're talking about sex, y'all. We're talking about the bumping and grinding yeah. today. Yeah, bumping uglies. I'm sure there's plenty of other metaphors for sex, but I have no idea what they are. I, I don't either. I'm not that hip. I'm really not at all. You're way hip. Jumping bones. Jumping, jumping bones. Jumping bones? No, jump your bones. Jump your bones. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm, I'm just, just gonna I'm just gonna take what your sister Lindsay has taught me and just big dicks. Yes, that's a shout that's out. That's what we're talking about today. Yeah, yeah, it's happening, you guys. So I'm gonna stop sitting in that door. Okay, okay, there we go. Um so yeah, so I wanted to I wanted uh, let's talk about sex. I wanna talk about sex. I wanna talk about do you have a, a um, sexy pit or a not so sexy pit? <laughs> so let's see here. So my pit of the week is actually um, not sexually related. That's fine. So um, I went skiing. So I took played hooky last week Friday. You sure did. And I Jealous. took I took my older son. Xavier skiing with me. Well, I shouldn't say I, I took him. I actually forced him to put on his ski gear and I forced him to leave the house and get in the car with me, by which I forced him to get rental equipment <laughs> and then drove him to the ski area and then forced him onto the mountain. That would be his version. Of the Did story. you push him down mm-hmm. too? Practically. <laughs> Practically. So um, it was a beautiful day. It was fantastic. We skied, we ate. We had an amazing time, and at the oh, end of the I day, think I remember this. Yeah, yeah. I watch your Instagram story. So yeah, for anybody who follows me, not just on the Mommy Wines Insta, but also on my personal one. Um, so yeah, end of the day, um, get to the car, and I'm like, yeah, we're gonna get changed. We're gonna head home. It's gonna be great. We had a great day skiing. Ready to get home, and I put my key in the car, turn it on. Close the door, go around the back to open the trunk to put skis and boots away. And the trunk is locked, which isn't unusual because sometimes you have to like double click the button or like I, I like yeah. to quadruple hit the button just to get all the doors unlocked. 
<laughs> and so I was like, oh, okay, whatever. So I go to the back to the driver door to grab my key um, to unlock the rest of the doors. And the driver door is also locked. <clears throat> so I, I don't think I mentioned, I put the key in the ignition and turned the car on. Oh. To get them warm. Right. Get my ass seat warmer run in. Which was so nice, by the way. Isn't it fabulous? I had a really hot ride back from... I think it had nothing to do with the car seat warmer, though. Um, but anyways... Chipotle. Yes, Chipotle. Chipotle did it. That's what did it. Okay. So, um, driver's side door is also locked. I'm like, oh, that's weird. So I check another door. It's also locked. So I have now proceeded to lock my keys in my car with my car running mm. at the ski area, which is now closing and people are leaving. So I, um, thankfully still had my ID, my debit card and my phone all in my pocket. Lucky. Super lucky. So I pulled my phone out. I text my buddies who we were skiing with cause I had just seen them drive by. So I knew they hadn't gone down mountain yet. I said, guys, cause I'm amazing. And awesome stuff happens to me. <laughs> this is what just happened. So they came back. I was really hoping that they would have like a Slim Jim or a wire hanger in their car that I could get into my car with. Because those are random <laughs> things, you know, everybody keeps in their car, I right? feel like those are like dude things that dudes keep in their car. I haven't even used a wire hanger. I think my mom got rid of all of them when I started calling her Mommy Dearest. Yes. I was like 10. Yes. Which is like, I think when everybody got rid of the wire hangers. <laughs> right? So, um, that, that's a no go. So they have none of that. Um, they go up to the lodge, which is where Xavier's waiting for me to come up and pick him up, pick up him, ask somebody at the ski area, Hey, does anybody have anything? And they're all like, no, no, no. But basically the price of a locksmith and a broken window are about the same. So you should just break your window. So some asshat in the ticket office is what that's their that was their advice. Wow. Which then my twelve year old <clears throat> took and ran with. So when they got back to the car, he was like wailing he, he the was window? Ready to go. He was ready to bust open a window. And I was like, listen, bro, you bust open a window. Bust gonna, your ass. Yes. Right here in front of everyone. It's gonna happen. No. So um we are kind of trying to figure out what to do and they're like, does Joe have an extra key? And I was like, well, I think so. I think there's like this little key that just does like the door lock on the Subarus. So I call Joe and I tell him and he was like, yeah, you know, we've got it right here. I think this is it. He FaceTimes me. I see it's a little black key. I'm like, yeah, that's totally it. He's like, okay, I'm going to pick up Corbin from daycare. We'll come up and get you guys. I was like, All right. great. So I confirm that they're on the way. Justin and Eric leave. Bugsy and I go to the lodge where I proceed to stop at the pub. And buy a beer. Yes. <laughs> As you do when you've locked your keys in your car while it's running. Necessary. Yes. Um, and we go to the lodge and we sit by the fire and we wait. And you wait and you wait. And we wait. Forever from your house. So an hour. And we see Joe pulling into the parking lot. So Xavier runs away, runs off. I stop in the pub, pay my tab. I left it open because I didn't know how quickly or how many of those beers I was going to be drinking. <laughs> I mean, I knew I still needed to drive home, so I wasn't getting like, shit canned. But two might have been like a reasonable. It's practically <clears throat> downhill. You mostly just coast. It's mostly there. just coasting and just staying staying on the other side of the white line, the yellow yeah. line, yellow yellow line. It's a yellow line, guys. In the middle of the road, it's yellow. Is it? Is it? Yes. It is. <laughs> um, those are the ones you don't cross. Um, so, but no, always drink responsibly. Please, people. please, we are joking. Dear Christ on a cracker, do not drive drunk. Our iTunes is oh rated comedy. <laughs> Thank you. And if you've listened to any other episodes prior to this, also drink responsibly. Also, please drink responsibly. Disclosure. Across the board, forever and always. Just one and done. Disclosure. Follow the there law. You have drink it. responsibly. Please do. So, so anyway, you're getting to the wasted. Car. Yeah. <laughs> getting wasted in the ski area. Um, no, so I come outside, Joe's at the car, Xavier's at the car, and I see Joe kind of make this, like, hand motion, like, that's not the key. No, I and didn't this part. I almost had a mini breakdown, because I was like, my feet hurt, 
my body's cold, tired, I just want to go home. Like standing around for however much longer we're going to need to stand around for to figure out this whole car situation. Ah. Not interested. So he's like, it's not the key. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, it's not the key. He's like, oh, and by the way, Corbin barfed in the car on the way up here because he's <laughs> watching his phone coming up through the canyon. Oh, of course. So he's barfed in the car. So just just making it that much more amazing. Corbin for the win. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that that was happening. And now he's crying in the back seat. Whatever. So <laughs> Xavier's now like, can I break the window now? And I'm like, no, you may not break the window. Let me call a locksmith. Call a locksmith. They're like, well, it's only 150 bucks, but it's going to take us three hours to get there. And I was like, well, you can shove those three hours. Not That's not going to happen. As I'm hanging out my phone, I look up and I see a police officer coming like and looping into the parking lot. Yes. So I'm instantly like, babe, a cop. And I would have taken off myself, but I am still in my ski boots. They don't all of- always <laughs> carry things like that in their car, but did they? So Joe runs over, gets the cop. They come over and he's like, I have something. He's like, oh, also, I wish they would have told you that Solitude actually hires us. So when we when the ski area closes, we're here to like patrol the ski area. But we're also kind of like on call if anybody should ever need us. Oh, my gosh. So, so the person that was like to oh, the ass had break your window, break a damn because window. I'm too lazy to pick up the phone and call or security. Use my brain to reference Dumbass. the information that would have been helpful like two hours ago. Oh God! So that's a, the that's officer. Sure. Shout out to Officer Appleton of the Canyon Police. Totally a lifesaver. Was he hot? He was not. He he looks like a police officer. <laughs> family or his wife he was a he was an attractive police police yes he was an attractive police officer as attractive as a police officers come i've never been attracted to a cop but i mean if like shelton wore an officer's uniform oh i would rip that that thing off in a second (laughs) in a second he would not be wearing it long it would look real good on my bedroom floor. On the floor. <laughs> yeah. Get it. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, um, <laughs> shout out to the Canyon Police Department. Um, so, he has this little thing, and he, like, pulls, pries the door open a little bit, sticks the wire-covered, plastic-covered wire thing in the window or between the door. Um, and because the car is running, he's like, why don't I just roll down the window? I was like, that's a great idea. So he rolls down the window, gets in, unlocks it. And in like, what seemed like 30 seconds was in my car after like two and a half hours. It was just sitting there idling. So, I mean, it wasn't like it was using gas really. By the way, people do not idle your vehicle. We are fighting inversion here. Yes. It's terrible. If you can't hear me. Like, <laughs> congested and hacked and, like, a smoke 90 packs a day. Um, so, we get in the car. Corbin is now like, I want to ride with Bobby. And he was like, I want to ride with Joe. So, it's like a whole fucking, like. Well, yeah, who wants to ride in the vomit car? Fire drill to, like, change the cars. So, we get everybody settled in. And we're making our way down through the canyon. We get to Shields to return our rental equipment. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings is right there next to Shields. So I'm like, let's just go there for dinner. I could use another glass of booze. Let's have some wings. And then we'll go home and wrap up this crazy day. Yeah. So we do that. We get home. And I'm like, you know, I don't really necessarily want to walk over to the hot tub. But I do want to maybe take a hot bath, have a glass of wine, and just relax. So I go upstairs and with my glass of wine. And I'm drying my hot bath. And I go to set my glass of wine on the counter, and it slips directly out of my hand onto the floor, and all of the red wine goes all over our bathroom rug. Oh, God. The white one? Um, no, it's kind of like the blue, uh, okay. light blue, gray. It's But it was like a giant glass of old vine Zinfandel red wine. So basically nice. looked like I committed a murder on my bathroom rug. So I roll this thing up. Take it downstairs with my empty glass of wine, throw it directly on the floor of the garage, tell Joe to 
put it in the garbage, pour myself a new glass of wine, <laughs> march my happy ass right back upstairs, <laughs> and sit in that tub <laughs> until that water is ice cold. And it didn't take long because apparently while all that was happening, the hot water ran out. Oh, God. I was filling the tub. So, uh, long story short, not an awesome end to a really great day of skiing. Yeah. No. That was kind of my pit. Um, let's see here. So, yeah, not sex related at all, which is the topic of our episode today. But did you give Joe a thank you? No, because I'm a terrible wife and a, and a horrible human being. Oh, well. And I was very tired. And I'm pretty sure I fell asleep at like 8.30. It had been a very Hello. long. Hello, that's my bedtime. <laughs> a very long and emotional day. So n- no, none of that happened. Let's see here. So peak, peak of the week. Um, hmm. So this is this is why this talk this this conversation is gonna be real interesting. So one of the things that I really uh, find attractive about my husband is his beard. You said he was growing it back out, right? So, yeah. So, he had a really, really great beard when we were RVing. And for anyone who doesn't know, go back to the very beginning. Listen to episode, I guess it's one. The only first one available. Two, maybe? Um, and you can hear all about that. So, he grew a really, really fantastic beard. And it also really helped that, like, we lived in the sunshine outside all the time. So, he was, like, tan mm. with a beard. Which is, like... And Joe's also bald too, isn't he? He is bald. Oh. Yeah, he shaves his head. If he was rocks a beard. stockier of a man. He's I mean, he's a pretty solid dude. Is he? Yeah, he is. He reminds me of somebody who would ride mountain bikes. He fucking loves to ride mountain bikes. Okay. As a matter of fact. <laughs> he used to go to Moab every year for like years before I even met him and went like did this whole like mountain biking Moab thing. Moab's here, same time. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, not far, like three hours, I think. Yeah. So um so when we moved to Utah and he started his job because he's in a lot of um, like delis and meat departments and things like that, he shaved his beard because he didn't want to wear like a beard net or you know anything like that. <laughs> wear that beard net. Yeah. And I was like, babe, it's just a beard net. Like nobody you know is going to see you. And even if they do, you're working. It's part of your job. It's like a uniform. Like yeah. nobody cares. It's fine. It's whatever. And he kind of refused it for a while. And he, over the last week, has decided to grow his beard back. You look overly happy about it you're you're glowing yeah because i have to tell you like there are certain things that i think that your significant others can do like appearance wise that are like extremely attractive right yeah and my husband wearing a beard is extremely attractive you should have him bring one of the extra beard notes home so you can deliver it I just died. But. <laughs> oh man, no. Um, so yeah, I guess that's my peak. Is my husband's grown his beard out again? You seem very happy. I'm about it, really, so really happy about it. Like there is approved. something. There is something about a man in a beard that just is so Blake Shelton about the whole thing. Mm. <laughs> I should probably. And it's like salt and peppery, like. It's like a really, it's a, it's a silvery fox kind of a beard. And I kind of dig it. I love men and beards. That's just the bottom line. And I also love that he's an avid listener. He is an avid listener. So shout out, babe. You're welcome. So now when he shows up after <laughs> coming back from a work He's going to be mortified. And he has beard <clears throat> nets. nets in his pocket. You know why. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> He's going to be mortified. He, I don't know if he's going to make it through this whole episode. He <laughs> might actually, this might be the first one he does not finish listening to. It's all right, because Mike doesn't listen to any of them, because he's too afraid to even Oh, and now on. he's going to be definitely not going to want to listen to this one. Probably not. Sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my hell. I hope Lindsay listens to our <clears throat> Oh, episodes. she... Absolutely listens. I and hope she I listens at sure King's Raven and she just starts busting out laughing. Right? Right? I just don't know. She'd have to listen to it in like earbuds, so. Oh, yeah. Because if she's like at the tasting room, she can't. Oh, is that what she does there? Yeah, she, yeah, does, she like, works at the tasting, tasting room. room. Yeah. God. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's uh, a good visual. So, anywho, let's get to your peaks and pits, girl. Yeah. 
Mamas, are you at a complete and utter loss like I was trying to learn the best way to teach your child? I, as Milo's mom, am trying to give him the best head start I possibly can in development and education. I'm trying my best to set him up for success. And the way I'm doing that is with reading Head Start. It's the easiest, funnest, best way I can think of to try to teach my toddler, soon-to-be child, how to read. They have simple movies and games and lessons that you can do, and they come out with new things every single month. Milo has fallen in love with this because he thinks it's a game. It's super fun, and it's super easy to be your child's best teacher with Reading Head Start. If you're interested, check the link in the description box below. I also have a banner on the right side of my blog, www.emmadon.com, and it's going to be with three M's. I can't wait for you guys to become your child's favorite and best teacher. We all want to set our child up for success. And reading Head Start is the easiest and most fun way I have found to do that. So go ahead and try reading Head Start today. <clears throat> Thank you for listening to the commercial. Um, I <laughs> had a total brain fart, and I had like my whole week just yep. blew right out of my ears. Mom brain. So my job, you guys have heard me talk about it a couple times, and. I'm in finance, and I'm an independent broker, so all of the brokers and um, people in our industry get together at this giant convention. Oh, and I love in, conventions for work. It's in Las Vegas. Yeah, it is. And, like, I'm watching everyone's stories. Of course, Grady added me to a group text. Thank you. I hope your wife is listening and just walks up and kicks you right in the shin, because I have... Serious FOMO. Oh, no. That's I, the worst. Yeah. That's it's, the worst. It's bad. And, like, there's new things coming out, new companies, and, like, I, there's very convention-exclusive things. And I was really looking forward to, like, the motivation of kind of, like, lighting a fire under my ass this right. year right. and just getting the knowledge and product knowledge and tips from people who are doing um, really well. And instead, I'm here... While my toddler has a meltdown every time his tablet dies. Oh, no. Yeah. So. Fucking screen time. Yeah. Screen time is um, killing us. It was yeah. a battle that I was yeah. really trying to put off. Yeah. Um, But I just, I like, I'm just deciding to pick and choose my battles. And That's what you have to do. That is just one I cannot no. fight anymore because no. he's so addicted to watching trains. Yeah. And multicolored Korean, like, cartoon cars. Yes. And just weird shit on YouTube. Yes. He just watches weird shit on YouTube. and But a lot of it's educational, which is good. Sure. Um, he's talking more. Yeah, he's he is. responding to things. I was getting him out of the car the other day, and I stepped in a puddle or slipped on ice, and he's like, oh, that motherfucker. Yeah, and- I did. Get it, Milo. <laughs> So, he's talking, you know, now, um, which I should do probably less of, but, uh, Eh. Eh. whatever. Yeah, so, I I rolled into daycare the other day, bumping, bumping Dr. Dre. Do it. And opened the door, got out, went to the other side, opened the door, got Corbin out, closed the door, and then I, like, start to walk towards the front, and there's, like, three moms, like, with the side eye, and, because I left my car running. So all you hear is just like bass and I'm sure all, all of the expletives <laughs> and I'm just like, Bleh. sorry, not sorry. I can't wait for summertime because <laughs> it's just going to be fun. But yeah, like I, sh- Milo showed up the other day with a Buffalo plaid flannel and a Metallica t-shirt. Um, I want his clothing. I love the looks that I get when I like dress him yeah. in all of his Grateful Dead gear. Yeah. Oh, shock makes those my shock day. those mo moms. I love it. Makes my day. I love it. But yeah, you know he's talking more, which uh, the girl in the parking spot next to mine has noticed. 
Yeah. Because uh, she heard him yeah, yes, call. She, she sure did. The the patch of ice or, or a puddle. I don't know what it was. A motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. It so, is. That thing was a motherfucker. You know. Got in the middle of your day. Moms for the win. Yes. Wine mom. Yeah. Wine moms. Wine mom wins. Uh, my peak, though, this yeah. week. Can really okay, so this is a story, and I wanted to get your advice on it. Okay, I promised Mike I would not talk about this on the podcast, Too but late. you know, um, talking we about didn't it. pinky promise. Well, yeah, so it didn't and if you count. don't pinky promise, and then like they're supposed to be like the, the thumb. thumb, yeah, if you didn't do the thumb, I just recently learned about the thumb with the pinky, Fair which game. is not a shocker, by the way. Mm. Uh, that's not what that is, it's Maybe. a pinky promise with the a stamp, that's what they call it, they stamp it. Yeah, you gotta seal your promise. I didn't even know that was a thing until someone made me pinky promise on something and stamp it. I was like, really? Okay. How is a pinky promise just not enough anymore? It's just, it's just not. So, right, uh, this is fair game. Whatever. Okay, um, yeah. So didn't stamp it out. So fair game. We've been doing it a lot. Yes. And it's not... By the way, guys, it is sex. Yes. The topic of our conversation yes. today. Yes. So. Um... Just so, in case you didn't know what it was. So wait, yeah, we've been doing it a lot, and it's been good. I'm not saying it's bad. It's been good. But not great. Yeah, but not great. Okay. Uh, and then, so he explains this next part of this conversation as he his emotional feelings. And those are not the words that he used. Okay. Literally, I might wind up in a ditch. But... So you're putting you're putting words in his mouth right now. Well, yeah, I don't know. But you're how paraphrasing he, it. Well, he you're said paraphrasing he it. said that he now likes me more, but he's he did in didn't, love with me. Okay. So like his feelings in that way have grown. Okay, great. So now, not lasting as long as it was before. Okay, which really doesn't bother me all that much, but it's still good. Yeah, and we're doing it a lot. Good. That's. He gets super frustrated about it, though. <gasps> yeah. I can see that. Right? But I'm just like, I don't know if I should take that as a pit or a peak. Because he's like, I'm just so much more attracted to you now. Right. All of the things. Right. You know, right. Hearts and cupids and, you know, we're in love, whatever. It's definitely, like, been some, like, changes. Interesting. Very interesting. Um. So did it change after that? Or just no. over time, like, it, like progressively has just, yeah, slid into the good category with a little shorter timelines. Yes. Okay. I, I really noticed it after he said that he loved me for the first time. <gasps> That's when I kind of started thing, noticing Interesting. things. Interesting. Do you? I'm intrigued by this whole male also, he doesn't. He's not an emotionally open person either. So he's not all like telling me what's going on in his head all the time. Which I mean, I feel like that could be something that's getting in the way, right? Maybe like he has something to say. Yeah, like he's in his head about it. He's in his head about something. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Should I talk to him? I don't know. I'll be like, hey, uh, Tara said <laughs> that you have to tell me. What you're thinking at all What times. you're thinking. And yes. I would love that because I am somebody who really, really, really loves knowing exactly where I stand with every single person in my life. Yes. And I feel like when you have a man who is very open with their feelings and their thoughts and whether it's, you know, weird or une- like not PC or it's not manly to say what they're thinking or feeling like, but is going to say it anyways. Like, I feel like that has like a, like an attractive quality to it too. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, there's definitely something about somebody like expressing themselves to you that way. I bet there are things in the bedroom that he wants to try that he would, he may never, ever, ever tell me because I thought that I was giving him a compliment because we were on the topic of somehow, we're on the talk, topic about doing it or something, and I was like, yeah, like, you're really nice in bed. Oh, like, thoughtful and, like... Like, he's just so nice. Yes. Like, he's... Yes. 
he's yeah. not like the grab you by the arms and like throw you against a wall kind of. I feel like there's a happy medium. Yeah. There's definitely a happy medium, at least for me, in like the like the the slow, sweet, nice. Um Yeah, he totally took offense to that. So if maybe, you also have a nice lover, maybe don't tell them that they're nice. <laughs> because he was he's like, man, he's like, you don't wanna you don't wanna have sex with someone who's nice. The nice guy never wins. Well, he know? is winning. You want that. He's getting laid. What? Whatever. Yeah, he is winning. Great. So uh, yeah. get over it. But, but I feel yeah. like there's like a really, for me anyways, again, for me, there's a very fine line um, and a delicate balance between like the soft, thoughtful, sensual, delicate sex and then like the rough, aggressive grab you by the hair, shove you around a little bit, sex, right? Right? And I feel like they're both, they both have their time. They both have their place. But both, I think, are super important in keeping sex and your sex live. Yeah, I don't think you could do this crazy, aggressive, like, Fifty Shades of Grey stuff every night. No, because someone's going to end up breaking a hip. Like, let's just be honest here. (laughs) It's I'm like, only 29. Well, I mean, in my house. Again, you forget we're old. <laughs> so someone's breaking a hip in my house. Or, you know, throwing out a shoulder or something. What? <laughs> One of these days, because um, for those of you who are uh, tuning in and this is your first episode. We're sorry. I apologize. And also, you're welcome. Um, my, He works for the railroad. So, like, he's gone... Um, sporadically. It's been consistent, but, like, it's, like, an on-call style right, situation. Right. So, it's, like, one of these days I would just <clears throat> love him to, like, come home and he's like, oh, my God, I miss you so much. Bang. Tell him that. <laughs> Tell him that. Be like, babe, so here's the deal. One of these days, when you get home and you walk in that door and I'm here, whether, I mean, maybe Milo's not here, maybe he's probably at daycare, right? Which is opportunity at its finest. Yeah, and he has one of those dad things. Tell him. Be like, babe, I want you to walk in the door and just, like, let's just bang it out. Let's just do it. Like, (laughs) clear the table. I don't care. Whatever we got to do. Like, let's just, like. I bought my table from Amazon. I I wouldn't trust it. (laughs) You know what I mean. Like, throw caution to the wind. However, that would make for an incredible Instagram show. Yeah, right? Look what we did. We broke our motherfucking kitchen table. Doing it. Yeah. Get it. So, um, you got a sturdy table. What about you and your salami? <laughs> okay. You so, try it on the table and then you get back to me. Uh, yeah, we do have a sturdy table. Um, it's like Amish built that fucking thing. <laughs> we did. We paid a lot for that table. It's been through a lot. Um, so yeah, I feel like there's definitely, again, I feel like both, both, uh, styles, quote unquote, of sex have their place. Yeah, and I think Valentine's Day. Uh, the day this is airing, I think it's going to be literally like the day before. The day before Valentine's okay, Day. So, so take notes, guys. Take this notes. is it. This is it. This is your like to do oh, list. Valentine's Day love making. Oh yeah. Or banging it sessions. <laughs> you know. We need more. We need more. So in the comments, if you have, what's your favorite like? Um, uh, not quote, um, slang for sex. Yeah. Right. Right. I want to know. Cause I literally know like two, like doing it, doing it, bumping uglies. Yeah. Um, sex. Like yeah, literally I'm, cause I'm, I, I'm tapping out on that one. That's literally all I got. Um, so we need more, we need more of those. Um, so yeah, that's great though. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. I feel like sex changes it in does. a relationship. It's right? one it's of those like, ultra revolving things. Yes. It is definitely one of those things. It's going to change. It's going to suck sometimes. It's going to be really great sometimes. You're going to go through like dry spells. You're going to go through like can't keep your hands off each other. Yeah, that's um, what we were like when we 
got back together for like right i think any time a relationship is new like literally the ability to keep your hands off each other is impossible like and i don't know what that is and i wish i wish i knew so that you could like tap into that at any time and like use that right like whatever that is but i think we're also on our like best behavior when we first meet so you're on our a game our a sex game Who's that woman? I think you brought her up. We both watch her, I think. But she was the one who does, like, the Facebook videos. And she was, like, on the street. And she was asking dads how they handle life balance. Oh, yes. She did a video about... I I still don't know her name. I'm so sorry, you guys. But she did a video... We'll find out. ...about um, her and her husband's relationship. And how they kind of keep things alive and sparks and all this stuff. And... They, once a month or something like that, once a year maybe, they go out on a first date. Oh. He leaves, maybe stays at a hotel, and he comes to the door. So kind of creating that, like, absence. Yeah. Okay. He picks her up. Um, You know, he brings flowers. They're dressed up. They pick a restaurant that they've never been to before. Ooh. And then. I like it. You know, they have the hotel room there. I they, like that. That's an idea. So she think, said it's been super fun and super successful. One thing that I know that for Joe and I, we need to be better at is having date nights. Um, just so that you have that kind of like adult one-on-one time where you can have, you know, conversations. We typically try to not talk about the kids because yeah. that's, I mean, talk about like a sex drive killer. Let's <laughs> talk about my kids. That'll, that'll kill a mood and heartbeat. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think we need to do more of those. So here's the thing that I mostly wanted to talk about is how much you do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so, um, again, babe, I love you so much. And I know you're listening. Maybe not. Man, man I am just putting our sex lives on blast right now. But it's for the betterment of everyone who listens. Hey, I did it. It is I for the betterment. I might not get for weeks now because he's still mad at me from last night. <laughs> um, but I think that, I mean, definitely as you get older. So, like, in my 20s, like, I had sex. I had a lot of sex in my 20s. But it was, like, it was just for the sake of having sex. Like, I yeah. didn't really, like, tap into my own, like, female power in having sex. I didn't really like tap into like the art of like having an orgasm or anything. It was just like, just have the sex. Just do the sex. Just do the sex. <laughs> I just probably sounded like most people's grandmothers right there. Just do the sex, guys. <laughs> <laughs> do the sex. So, um, and then in my 30s, like I felt like I really started to kind of come into my own as far as like being confident with it, being comfortable with it, being um aware enough to understand like what felt good what didn't feel good what do I like what don't I like what parts of it do I like what parts of it don't I like what parts am I willing to do which parts am I not willing to do (laughs) and being confident in that and and being willing to like say so right and then what I found was sex got really good in my 30s that's what you keep saying. Like, real, real good in my 30s. Like, real good. Because I was, like, confident and comfortable and vocal and not afraid to speak up for what I wanted and what felt good and what didn't feel good. And, and Apparently, I, I was not afraid to speak up for what I wanted the other night. Well, you know, I, I had a, a glass or two of wine the day before uh, I had a doctor's appointment in the morning. Right. I saw my Instagram it's story. Stressful. It's a little stressful. I've had yeah. a lot of my mind. So I had like one or two or six Five, glasses whatever. of wine. And uh, shake that primal. Yeah. yeah. Good. I don't remember yeah. it. Good. But <laughs> That's good sex right there. Um. So, yeah. And so now... And then I think also, like, before and after kids, sex also changes, right? Because before kids, you've got all the damn time in the world. Oh, yeah. Right? You can do the whole marathon, hours of sex, snuggle in bed, fall asleep, wake up, have more sex. Like, you don't have anyone else to take care of but yourself. That's true. And you are taking care of yourself. You better be taking care of yourself. 
So, um, and then after kids, it's like, hey, babe, we got five minutes. You want a cookie? Right? <laughs> like, there's no quality. There's no, like, romantic buildup. Oh, there's no foreplay. There's no making out. There's none of that. You're literally like, okay, got five. You got, you good? You got this. Let's go. I'll meet you in the closet because it has a lock and we can hide from the kid. You know what I mean? Like, not, like, not awesome. And then one of the things that we're kind of going through right now is Corbin, It for whatever reason, has decided that around 3.30 in the morning is an appropriate time to leave his bed and crawl into bed with us. Oh. So not an appropriate time because... Uh, I love morning sex. Like, that's my fave. Mostly because... Doesn't Joe wake up at, like, 4? Sure. So 3.30 would be your morning sex. Exactly. Mm. You see what I'm getting at here? Yeah. Yeah. So now we've got, like, a little ninja in the middle between us, in the bed, killing the sex. Mm. Destroying it. Rest in peace sex. Because it has been not happening. Because that's... Like, I go to bed early, Joe usually stays up, I'm asleep, he comes to bed, don't fucking wake me up, also, don't do that. Do you um, lock your door? Mike is so anti-co-sleeping, like, bed sharing. Right, so, it's not by choice, it, he literally ninjas into the bed. I, there have been many, many, many mornings where I've woken up and I'm like, oh, when did he get here? So, Weird. I don't even know, so, we don't even know, right? Um, so, that, that'll change sex. That'll change it yeah. fast and in a hurry. Um, so that's kind of what we're dealing Totes. with right now. That's is that. And kind of like dealing with that. So we have stooped so low to try to get our um, bed back to just Joe and I that we have bribed Corbin with toys if he stays in his bed. <laughs> because at this point, I'm Why don't you just like take this Subaru and like drive around the corner? Well, we could do that too. Have you, met, have you met me and my husband? We are not tiny people. I know. You guys are like jolly green giants. We are not tiny people. You eat way too much spinach. <laughs> we are not and tiny people. Green I mean, beans. I'm slightly bendy, but come on now. Again, also, we yes. are old. You would need Someone's like going to injure themselves. Or a suburban. Yes. A, like 15 passenger van. <laughs> like all the rows of seats taken out. <laughs> Let's just be real. So anyways, so that's kind of what we're dealing with. So again, it kind of changes, right? And I yeah. think, you know, as our kids get older and with Xavier watching Corbin, like we can go on date nights, um, you know, to try to, try to, you know, make it be more like what it was when we first met. I mean, trying to kind of tap into that. You know the the romanticism, the honeymoon phase. Yeah, that honeymoon the phase. Air quilt honeymoon phase. Yeah, like how do you find a way to like bottle that up? Because like, I, I would think pay some you guys money. should try the the first, first date. date because she was saying that they learn something new about each other every single time because they're asking questions like they would be on a first date. But oh, after, so it's like a role play thing too. Yeah. Ah, all right. So okay. All right, let me know. Joe's not much of a role play kind of guy, um, but what do I know? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe listening to this and him knowing that his sex life is on blast for like hundreds and hundreds of people to listen to. Maybe so, mommy did. <laughs> maybe a little role playing might be up his alley. Um, <laughs> maybe he just wants to be an entirely new person. <laughs> Even if it's just for a night. Oh, oh God. I love you, honey. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I just, I feel like everybody's having sex. Especially now because it's Valentine's Day. It's happening. People, Do you guys have Valentine's Day plans? We are talking about going out to dinner somewhere. I've given him a couple names of restaurants that would be lovely to go to. Don't care. Pick one. Yeah. Um, Fondue. Melting pot. Um, we are like craving a steak dinner, like our lives depended on it. So we're trying to find a place to go. I think we found a place called like Hoof and Vine, which sounds like a great. cow. Yes. Yeah. Cow. Ergo steak. Also vine, wine, booze, steak oh. and wine. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Yes. Cows and booze. Cows and booze. Love it. Yes. 
That's like a country album <laughs> title right there. Did Blake Shelton release he it? He might have. Mm-hmm. In his police officer uniform. Oh. <laughs> With a flannel underneath. Oh, God. <laughs> Mike is so getting lucky tonight. I already know it. If he's not listening to us record this episode. You are in so much trouble if he is. Oh, God. I'm so um, he doesn't listen. I can say whatever I want. Besides the fact that he's in my living room right now. Yes. Yeah, no, we don't have any Valentine's Day plans as of yet. We're still trying to decide if we're going to go out on Thursday night or Friday night. Yeah, we don't. Um, we haven't really decided. Uh, we'll probably need to find a sitter either way, maybe just so that maybe it could go late if need be. Ooh, I don't know. Wait, I don't know. Wink, wink. Whatever. I can't wink. What so is? That's what <laughs> I you have get. another friend who can't wink either. Like her whole face looks like she's having a seizure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, a little... However, Mike thinks it's so sexy. He thinks all my little quirks and all my little things I are so cute. I love that. Really? I do. I mean, he's always like, wink find... for me, babe. Wink for me. And I'm like, I no. I think cute. I look so stupid. But if he thinks it's cute, right? All right, let me just have Tourette to the face for a moment. <laughs> Super sexy. Yeah, it is. Apparently. Um, but you know, when you can... When you find someone who you can be yourself with and be silly with and be comfortable enough to like let them see your quirks oh yeah let those quirks hang out it has been nice because this is the most comfortable i think i've ever been in a relationship awesome and it is awesome do i crave a little bit more edge sure but i think that like and girl you are not gonna get any more edge if this is like i'm just gonna be honest i'm just gonna be honest with you Cross your fingers and hope. <clears throat> Marriage and kids and homes and yeah, bills. Not, I was thinking about this today. Is my time is for like, edge gone? Um, maybe we'll have to role play. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe shit just... gets real comfortable when you get married. Uh-huh. Like it gets real, real comfortable, and you get a little like a little complacent, right? Um. And I think that's also why sex changes like in your 40s. Like you're married, you're comfortable, you're right. complacent, you got kids around, you're doing the work thing, you're doing the house thing, you're doing the home thing. Like I I personally, like a lot of women are like, oh, you know, if my husband like did the chores or like did housework or whatever, like that's a total turn on. Whatever. I drop of a dime. You ready? Let's do this. Like my sex drive is on 10 kind of all the time, all the time. So he could just be like making a fucking sandwich. He'd be like, Hey, what's this? <laughs> Let's make this happen. Right? Like I just, it's just, it's always on. But that I think so funny. a lot of people feel like when you kind of fall, they have a hard time switching back and forth between like mom mode and like wife sexy time mode. Right. Right. And I think maybe even some men do, right. Switching back and forth between dad mode and like sexy time husband mode. Um, depending on your life and your home and what you guys do and don't do. And, uh, no, I am. That's what it's on off. <laughs> it's on off. Like just flip the switch. It's on. So, Okay. So what kind of things do you do or what kind of things do you like to do that kind of make you feel sexier so you can flip that switch? Because it's Valentine's Day. Right. And I am sure moms listen to this podcast. Yes. Okay. So what kind of like what kind of tips do you have? Because you have been going through the things a whole lot longer than me. Right. Which is why one one of the reasons I love our dynamic, because I can ask these crazy questions and then you can answer them. Yeah, and I'm always happy to answer them. Like <laughs> I, I will talk about anything and everything all the time. Like I have no, I'm an open book. No filter. No filter. Open book. Sometimes can probably get me in trouble. Filter. Just put our sex life on blast. So that might be. We'll see. Who oh, no. knows? Screenshot those text messages. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so tips. Um, I think. Uh, the first one that popped into my mind when you asked is, uh, shave ladies, shave your legs, do a little bit of landscaping. Yeah. Shave the pits. Tweeze your eyebrows. There is nothing in the world that'll make me want to do it less than if I'm hairy. Then if you just feel unkept. Yeah. Right. You feel a little like disheveled, 
a little like Mrs. Doubtfire-y. Mm -hmm. So it's like, shave your legs. Do some landscaping. Shave your pit. Squeeze your eyebrows. Like, just feeling um, a little bit more pulled together, yeah. I think, adds a lot of confidence, right? And then you're not like, at dinner... And things are going great, whether you're married or not or whatever. And then you're like, in your head, as the third bottle or third glass of wine is poured. Third bottle. Oh, sorry, that was my Valentine's Day plans. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, but you know, and you're like, yeah, all right, this is going to happen. And then you flash to that moment when you got out of the shower this morning and you're just a big old hairy mess. That'll yeah. kill a mood in a heartbeat, right? It so will. Just like, It'll kill it. That's a little advice. bit of like... Being prepared. Be prepared. Just like if you went on a first date, you would do all of the shaving, mm -hmm. all of the landscaping, all of the tweezing, all of it, right? All the moisturizing. Yeah. You're going to put in that effort. So put in the effort. This always seems really silly, but it always seems to like, it's like a subconscious layer for me. Um, and some people might think otherwise, but I am a sucker for like lacy matchy undergarments. Yes. Right? Now don't pick, don't go crazy. Like if you're usually like a briefs girl, just find a cute pair of lacy briefs. Like don't go nuts and get like I a love thong. The mix matchy ones. Like right. the ones that you can kinda like you can tell they go together. Right. But it's not like a set. Yeah, it's not like a full blown <sighs> right. like, lingerie set. Right. Right. That, can get wild and have you ever been into a store like that it's very intimidating it's very there's a lot of choices a lot of choices some of the things i'm like where does that strap even go is there like am i supposed to step into it is it supposed to come over my head i'm very confused there's a lot of snaps and buttons and straps and lace and holes in places that i don't know what body parts supposed to go in that hole Maybe it's so, not even your body part that's supposed to go not. in that hole. I don't know. But can we please just have some some matching underwear and bra? Yeah. Like, and lacy, too. There's something about lace. And, again, don't go crazy, right? Like, if you're used to, like, some briefs and, you know, some cotton bras, like, find a, a lace fabric that maybe has a liner so it's, like, you're not going to be itchy because that'll yeah. kill your boob, right? You're sitting there, like, scratching your boob at dinner, your ass itches. And then your armpit turns bright red because right. you've been scratching right. it all night. Right. Um, so, what, so those are my Valentine's Day plans, dinner, and maybe a little bit of woo-hoo. So what about you? I don't know. Yeah? Um. I'd have to, I want to take a look at it and see if it is, I think it's actually going to be an on weekend for Milo. Okay. So he's not going to be with his dad, but I don't know. Maybe we can find, maybe we can do something on that Friday. Yeah. Or I think Valentine's Day is actually a Thursday this year. It's on Thursday. So maybe yep. we can do something on Thursday, but who knows? Yeah. I have asked Mike numerous times, uh, and he's like, no. You're so welcome, you guys. Today, uh, so we talked about sex. And Are you all happy things, now? Yeah, you, I am. I'm so happy. Did I you get it off your chest? I didn't. I could do a whole other episode. Like, we could just, like, get in this topic. Like, we could get in it. Like, we could get deep in it. And I would be down for that. If... You want to see how far <laughs> Tara can get in it? Let us know in the comments. Oh my hell, <laughs> guys! Can I remind y'all I'm married? Can I just remind you guys of that? Anybody out there listening? <laughs> just in case there was any confusion. Um, yes. No, I'm married to a man. You are. I love penises. They're hideous, but I love them. Very strange looking. Oh my goodness. All right, you guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed this topic. I hope that this brought maybe some enlightenment to some of you, some opportunity to think outside the box. And you can always email us. We would love to hear your stories. If you have questions, you can email us at mommywinespodcast at gmail.com. Yes, please do. And I think if we get in a flow of good uh, stories or questions, we should just answer them on the air. We can totally do that. That would be super fun. So, yeah, send us an email with 
either your story or your question and well, and you can we'll see DM if we us. can help anyway. Yeah, and you can DM us on Instagram. Absolutely. At Mommy Wines Podcast. At Mommy. Ugh. Mommy Wines Podcast. At Mommy Wines Podcast. On Instagram. Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Awesome. All right, girl. Nice. Uh, yeah. Pound it out. Pound it out. <laughs> yeah. Knuckle. Get it. See ya. Bye, guys.